Uh, my name is Lindsay Roper, and this is my husband, Jason Roper. And this is our team that we have here. This is uh, Ivy, Grady, and Presley, the next generation of Rivertown. And behind us, we have our team who has helped us to get to this place. Uh, we are really honored that you all have come out to join us in the next chapter of Rivertown, and we couldn't be more excited. It is very emotional. Um, Jason and I started dating when Rivertown was about a year old and it's been absolutely incredible to be by his side to see what he has built Rivertown into. And I remember about two years ago we were on vacation and we visited some breweries and we were like wow this is what a brewery looks like when it's built from the ground up and we're like you know it's probably about five years you know we'll get to that point what have you and you know a year and a half later here we are breaking ground on our dreams. Cincy Brewcast. My name is Mike Sisteros. I'm joined, as always, by my main man, who is synonymous with Anonymous, the man from anywhere and nowhere at the same time, the esteemed Gnarly Gnome from the GnarlyGnome.com. Lord, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry, Periscope. Uh, yeah, uh, I uh, had a little bit of foul language on the Periscope, and I really apologize for that. Uh, it gets a little frustrating, especially when you think you bring to bear certain elements uh, to the technical side of the program, and they th seem to thwart you at every turn. It was we did we did our special show, which we're going to play back on the uh, on the twenty second of, of uh, the Wednesday, the twenty second of June, with uh, the women in craft beer, and it was like the Titanic. <laughs> we had we had our Facebook Live screen fall over. We had one of our speakers fall over. Of course, it was, it was and the little, noise, uh, the, some kind of weird noise the whole time, and which I think strange, I understand. Strange now. noise, and uh, so uh, again, uh, it's it's it's. I think it's growing pains because we're growing. We're continuing to do uh, more ambitious stuff. We had uh, over ten. We had eleven people uh, with us yesterday uh, at uh, at uh, the Incline Public House. Again, you'll hear that program Wednesday, June twenty second, uh, during Cincy uh, Cincinnati Beer Week twenty sixteen. And uh, joining us tonight, um, of course, we played uh, the cold open of the uh, introduction of the groundbreaking ceremony by uh, Lindsay Roper over at uh, Rivertown today at their new facility in Monroe and one of the people that was there was the esteemed chef Tony from Cincy Beer Brats bringing his brand of deliciousness to the masses out there at the uh, at the Rivertown groundbreaking uh, chef Tony welcome and uh, thank you very much for joining us appreciate it it, it was a it was an excellent ceremony and it was an excellent uh, time and of course there was some beer out there and they also had that orange Rivertown orange soda yeah I orange guess that's, cream soda that's probably some news there too they're going to start doing some sodas which was phenomenal I mean I was I drank a couple of beers but I just had a little taste of the soda and it was uh, it was fantastic so welcome to the show Tony how's it going good 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 good, good. 
everything going good in the brat world? Everything is going good in the brat world. People like my sausage. We've got. <laughs> That's what she said. We've got. We've we've got uh, some major stuff that we're going to announce uh, with uh, Chef Tony here uh, in a little while. But first, we're going to talk uh, the um, groundbreaking at um, Rivertown and kind of do some Rivertown beers. And uh, Noam brought some stuff, so let's uh, do. Let's see if I can find it. Here it is. From the beer fridge. I wore the wrong hat today. I don't have a bottle opener. Uh. Janicky blonde, Belgian style blonde from Rivertown. That's always a winner. Our, uh, this one we have tried on the show before, but uh, it was cold in the fridge and it's my last bottle and I freaking love it. So got some Oro Agrio too. Ah, very nice, very nice. So we don't um, have to spend too much time on it since we already did it. but. And of course, it's been a long time since I've had one of these uh, Janicky's. Um, let me sneak around the table and get uh, so vamp for me there. Jinnicky, uh, um is the name of a statue in Belgium. I don't know if you guys know that whole story. There's there's the little the little peon boy, um, and his name's like Mannequin, I think. Mannequin Piss. Yes. And that's probably not the correct pronunciation. No, but right. um, And he's taking a leak in the fountain. And um, years after that that statue became so popular, they the city built another a statue of a little girl pissing in a fountain and she's Jinnicky piss and they're this little family of statues she 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 doesn't get the same kind of um uh notoriety that he gets because she's kind of tucked way down an alley and behind these bars to prevent vandalism and stuff so you don't see it the rumor is that at one time there was a restaurant there that the the owner built it to get more people to come down his alley to eat at his restaurant or something but um, there's also a dog too that's like Zinnicky piss, but he doesn't actually. He's not a working fountain, so um, he's probably not as popular. I, I've been to Belgium. I've been to Brussels. I've seen mannequin piss. I have to tell you that I did not. You didn't know go see Jinnicky piss. That story. No, I did not know that story. We would have sought it out. Mannequin piss is very popular, of course, and they dress. I don't know if they yeah, do this to the other one. They dress him so. in little costumes depending on what uh, the day we saw him. He was dressed in sort of an African. African colors, African garb. I don't remember what the actual number of costumes that he's got, but it's. It, I think it's one for every day of the year. Um, there's, he's definitely got a lot of them. I like the combo you came up with today out there. You got, oh yeah, you got, yeah. You got, yeah. You so when we were um, we were talking about the the groundbreaking today, and there was little sippa on tap, and uh, the orange soda, and if you filled up one of those glasses, what are they, like three quarters you know, and a quarter, twelve, you know, yeah. probably ten ounces of. Uh, of the um, the little sippa, and then just kind of top it off with a little squirt of that orange, and you know that oh that God. little addition of some kind of sugary citrus deliciousness in that little sippa was phenomenal. Yes, it was. So we I, both had it, and I'm like, that that might be a new beer they're going to put on. Yeah, tap. I'm, I'm definitely hoping that at some point you'll have a bunch of different sodas on tap at Rivertown that you can then you know create. Your I had the root beer the other day too. That's pretty. That's pretty good stuff. Uh, really pretty standard i think belgian blonde uh ale it's this got is, that yeasty flavor and some of that gum some of that gum taste this is one of those beers that's really fun to me because it's not something that i typically grab if i'm there and, and i i you know belly up to the bar there's always something you know real sour that i want to get my hands on but um I should, I guess, more because it is really good. It's, you know, we kind of talked a little bit before we got went on air about the quitcher bitchin or quitcher bitchin, however you say it. And uh, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of that same thing for me though. Like I, I I don't ever pick it because 
there's something else that I want more. But um, I definitely think that people need to not sleep on some of those um, more standard beers that they've got there. I wish you, they uh, what didn't was that get rid hot of the one they had a while back. It was uh, Death. Death, yeah. yeah. And we made uh, brats with them, and we put in like a tremendous amount of. I don't know, hot stuff. I mean, we put in cayenne. We put in red pepper flake. Wow. We put in ghost chilies because that's what the beer is made with. Because uh-huh. they said they wanted it really hot. And so we got it to the point where, you know, you bite into it. And, I mean, you get the you get the hemp, the temp from it. And it was uh, it was one of the hottest brats we've ever made. But that death, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back and forth for me. Sometimes I'll try it. And I'm like, man, this is really good. I, you know, I love this beer. And then other times I'll try it. And I'm like, this is just way too much. You start sweating. And the, 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 the one time I had it, I don't know, maybe it was a little bit older. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was because it seemed like it had calmed down. I think you brought it. And you, you might have said. There was you know, one it was batch, too. Old, or... Yeah, and there was one batch that I think was not as hot as the other ones for that what I've bought. Um, I had to put it over ice. Yeah, I, th- I guess we did. <laughs> yeah, but that would almost that would almost seem like that would make it worse. <laughs> I, I forgot that we did. Did diluted. we do that on the show? Yeah, we did that on the show. I forgot we, about that. Um, so we were out there at Rivertown, and of course everything was just fantastic for the people and uh, for, for everybody out there, including the uh, Rivertown folks. Uh, and uh, here's uh, what uh, Lindsay Roper had to say uh, to myself and the gnome when we were out there uh, talking to her. Well, Lindsay, we spent some quality time with you yesterday on our Women in Craft Beer show, and now we talked briefly about uh, the dream coming true here. So congratulations. Uh, you had the kids out. You had everybody out. Uh, a great family event. And just congratulations. And uh, I have issue with you, though. You poured all that beer on the ground. And I don't know. Are you going to use one cup and then give a gnome and I the, uh, the uh, you know, another part of the growler? I guess I could have done that. But, but. If you would like, I just took a very small sip of this 2010 Lambic. <laughs> well, let's we'll do a quick beer fridge. Yes. Oh, man. It's just, you know, what? there's peach flavor in there. We're, we're standing here with a gnarly gnome, too. There's peach flavor in there and citrus, and it's delicious, isn't it? It's, it's awesome, especially given the situation. It tastes that much better, too. You know? um, just a family affair, and of course, we already talked to the mayor and the city manager. So you guys had a lot of help and a great, uh, a great greasing of the rails, if you will, to come out here and really spread your arms wide and get something that you you guys are really can be proud of. Yes, it's amazing. Our partnership with the city of Monroe and Cincinnati Contracting has been beyond our wildest wildest expectations it's amazing to work with people that really get the dream and want to support the dream and we also get to support dreams for them as well it's a uh, it, it disbelief it's like, <laughs> I don't know how we got your opening comments but you got a little emotional during your opening comments what was what was going through your mind at that point very quickly I know I feel well I just had that feeling in my throat I'm like oh I'm gonna cry no, you don't know um, you know it's just something that I have seen Jason work so hard on this dream and so many times make what everybody thought was impossible happen. And it's just amazing to me because everything that he's went through and being the sole owner of Rivertown and making all of this happen, it's, I'm in disbelief, but the fact that I'm his wife and I get to have the privilege of watching him grow and be by his side and and have a part in it all is amazing. Well, look, congratulations to you and your family and everybody. And, and, and the, the, the Monroe people sound like they're excited 
for to have you out here. You're obviously excited to be here. It looks like it's going to be just a great and huge and massive facility. So uh, we wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for coming out and supporting Cincy Craft, too. Oh, yeah, you got it. No problem. Thanks. Lindsay Roper from uh, Rivertown Brewing Company. The sigh of relief. Uh, thank God that's over. <laughs> thank God that's over. I don't know if she was talking about talking to us or or, or, or just the, the whole thing, but um, gosh, you know, and, and a little reference I made, uh, they did as part of the groundbreaking ceremony where, you know, obviously everybody digs in the dirt, but they also had a couple of growlers of their Lambic. She talked about introducing the wild culture of uh, Rivertown to uh, Monroe. So they went around with the growlers, her and her uh, daughter, and poured uh, poured the beer out kind of in the circle. It was a little painful to watch. I was... Uh, One growler probably would have been enough. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, uh, also in passing uh, in the interview there, we told her that we talked to uh, both the mayor of Monroe and the city manager of Monroe. And so uh, here's uh, Mayor Bob Routson from Monroe talking about the... Uh, about Rivertown coming to their town. Well, Bob, uh, congratulations. Uh, this seems to me like it's a really big day for the city of Monroe and, and obviously for the Ropers and for Rivertown and for Cincinnati Craft Beer. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, like I said earlier, this is pretty exciting, and I can't wait for them to open their doors. What does this kind of development mean to I mean, this is obviously anybody from the Cincinnati area knows is one of the fastest-growing uh, counties, one of the fastest growing areas uh, in the tri-state area. But what does this kind of real solid development mean for a, for a city like Monroe? Well, you know, uh, as you said, location is uh, close to the interstate and Monroe has grown quite a bit in the last four or five years. So, uh, you know, just uh, this is one more step toward, uh, you know, our business plan. And, uh, you know, we've got quite a bit of commercial and industrial property left to be developed. And like I said, just one more step. And of course, uh, guys, you, you well know, n nothing like this ever really happens without um, uh, help from the city governments uh, as far as uh, tax abatements and all that sort of stuff. I spoke to Monroe City Manager William Brock, and he talked about that. This is a very interesting area, lots of farmland, lots of open land, So there's, uh, but there's also some industrial development, and it gives not only Rivertown, but any business really that has, that has kind of a large footprint a chance to spread their arms wide and, and really have plenty of room not only to build but to grow. Absolutely. We have buildings uh, from 2,000 square feet for industrial development all the way up to almost a million square feet, as you see in the Coles facility behind us. So we, have, we take that opportunity of our location along 75 and our, our land availability very seriously. Uh, and we do what we can to promote business within town for our growth and for the growth of the region. If you can talk about it, what did the city government specifically do to kind of grease the rails? I know it happens all over the country, certainly happens in the city of Cincinnati. What did the Monroe city government do to grease the rails for Rivertown to, to make it a reality out here? We worked with Rivertown on, uh, on a nice incentive package to, to come here that included some tax abatements and some uh, uh, water um, fee restructuring uh, that would help them out a lot as a big water user. And uh, considering the problems that uh, came up in 
the Cincinnati area about a year, year and a half ago uh, with the water situation. That had to be that had to be a really well, they, big part of it. They made it a pretty big point when they announced that they were coming, going up to Monroe, that that was definitely something that Monroe was willing to work with them on and, and understand the problems of a brewery and then what a brewery is actually doing with their water and what it means when you have wastewater from a brewery versus a, you know, car wash or whatever it is that, you know, and I I hope that it was kind of a wake up call for um, the city to kind of see that maybe they need to rethink how they're dealing with people. Absolutely. Uh, And then uh, finally, uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and we talk to both uh, Jason Roper and uh, Gamal Neji, extensive, about 10 minutes uh, worth. And a lot of stuff came out of uh, what uh, Gamal Neji told us. So uh, we're going to come back here in just a minute on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, 8 Ball, Braxton, and more. At just 5 bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamel Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Morrow, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> From the beer fridge. Continuing here on sort of Rivertown and Cincy Beer Brats Day uh, on Cincy Brewcast, uh, we just cracked open the Oro Agrio, and man, I mean, just that. I can smell. Just I haven't tasted whole, it yet, but I can smell that it. That smell of the just that uh, whole tequila barrel type, uh, yeah. you know, scent. It's just it just knocks you right down, and then the flavor. I just told Noam you could put salt on the rim in this yeah, glass. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, it is. It is powerful and phenomenal. And another one you cracked out here. This it's two evil. Yeah, is this an evil? It's a side beer. It's evil side twin. Beer, yeah. Evil twin. Uh, Geyser Goza. Ooh, man. So we're enjoying Janicki also, uh, the Belgian uh, Belgian style Blondale. But this. Well, this, we need to. We need to to rewind this a little bit. I know they heard it when um, we played the little clip with Lindsay talking, but. She did offer us a sip of her 2010 Lambic, which it's not, you know, there's not a lot of people left that have 2010 Rivertown Lambic sitting in their cellar. So that's, you know, it was an honor to be able to try just the little sip that it was. And it was, boy, I'll tell you, it was phenomenal. It it actually like breaks my heart, all of the bottles that I've cracked open, (laughs) um, because to see how, as that time goes on, how that beer can really, really change. And that was the first year that Rivertown was open. So it's... It was a, 
a fitting tribute, I guess, for the day. So Again, we um, covered the groundbreaking of the new facility for Rivertown Brewing out in Monroe, Ohio, and uh, we got a chance to uh, speak to uh, both Jason Roper and, Roper and uh, Gamel Nagy uh, sort of back-to-back. Uh, got about 10 minutes here, uh, but there's a lot of really good stuff. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about uh, a little bit of what we heard, especially from Gamel. And we'll be out of Oro Agro by the time we come back. That's right. That is really good. <laughs> uh, Chef Tony with an RNO, Mike Cisneros, and here's uh, Jason Roper and Gamel, Jason Roper and Gamel Nagy from the Rivertown Rivertown Groundbreaking out on the road today. Uh, Mike Cisneros standing here with uh, Jason Roper and Gamel Nagy from Rivertown Brewing, smoking the celebratory cigars. And by the way, it smells really good. I'm also standing with an gnarly gnome. Uh, uh, smells terrific. I love it. I love the cigars. Lindsay got a little emotional during her opening statement. Uh, you know, you were a little more cool, calm, cool, and collected. You look calm, cool, and collected, almost like you expect, almost like you expected this. I mean, almost like you expected to do this at some point. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I mean, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're 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 building a business, I'm always four or five months ahead of, of where we're at. My head's on another project. So, you know, as they're breaking ground, I'm already thinking through what's going inside and how are we doing this and what's the next beer we're making and, you know, all that good stuff. So I'm extremely excited. Part of my part of my enthusiasm is dulled by the Claritin D that I've taken today. So because uh, my allergies are absolutely horrendous. So yeah, especially I'm, out here in the wide open spaces, <laughs> they've got him in a row. Yeah. So that's 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 a big part. of it. So Lindsay's actually doing most of the talking today for that reason. The uh, schedule. November, it seems like it's, it seems a little it seems a little ambitious. Uh, no, actually, we've been the, the beautiful part is is we've been kind of working through all the planning commissions and we've been meeting with uh, with the boards up here. We've also met with Butler Builders and they've already con- started constructing the building itself. So once this is all cleared out and we've got the lot completely done and they pour the concrete, the building will go up in less than three weeks. And is it just is it one of those big metal buildings, pole it's, building it's type a, thing? It is a metal building, right? Um, but it's it's. We say we built it from the ground up. We built it to be a brewery. So we're we're spending most of our time and effort on the ground itself. You know, putting in 80-inch slabs for the larger fermentation vessels, putting making sure every floor is sloped, so that we're not dealing with certain areas where we have puddling of water or having to having to elevate things and not be able to put in larger tanks. So uh, it took a lot of planning and processing, and we've met with I can't tell you how many different plumbers and and different this and different that. So it's it's literally we're looking at this like gosh okay we're finally here but there's a lot that's gone into this and then ccc your contractor uh, you had a lot of nice things to say about him in your statements uh, about them uh, just tell us a little bit about how it is to work with them uh you know it's been great uh we met with uh through, through the start of this process uh we met with you know four or five different contractors and you know y- you get weird feelings and vibes from some and and some of them don't really understand what you're doing or what you're about and, uh, you know, if you don't have that cultural piece and you're asking them to construct something they've never constructed before, it's real difficult. And, uh, you know, when I met with John Westheimer at CCC, uh, he sat down and he said, look, he said, you know, yeah, I haven't built a brewery before, but walk me through the process and help me understand. And he really took the time, you know, and, and, and earned our trust versus just expecting it. Uh, because it is, there's, there's a lot that goes into this. I mean, this is a $5.1 million renovation, you know. Well, Jason, uh, you, you're obviously a little bit under the weather because of your allergies. We appreciate you taking the time, and congratulations. We can't wait to come out and check it out when it gets uh, to its uh, final fruition and, and just 
just enjoy that the the the, the expansion and, and what you guys have done here at the, in Monroe. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I'll I'll drink a beer with you when you come in. All right. <laughs> Jason Roper. Uh Gamel, your job gets a little bit more interesting, doesn't it? You know, my job is interesting on a daily basis. You know, we have a lot of cool things coming up on the uh on the horizon here real soon. Um uh if anybody's following me on Facebook, which I have a private account so probably nobody is, but uh you know, I, I I hear from friends like I haven't seen you in a long time, but I see you're all over the place. So, you know, this this is going to allow all my travel and, and all my conversations make sense. You know, um, we're really close. We made a, a, a an acceptance to go into Georgia and we're just finalizing the details. We're going to relaunch in the Tennessee in a big way. Um, we didn't have Knoxville for a while. We changed our distributor out there in Nashville. Uh, Lindsay and I took a day trip down to Nashville, talked to a really great, really can't express enough on a really great uh, group. Um, it's, we're going to relaunch in the Nashville probably beginning of August, Knoxville beginning of uh, uh, probably September. And then something that I've been personally wanting to get into for whatever reason, apparently maybe it's not that big of a deal, but uh, Memphis. Um, the company I was at before I came into the brewing industry, we actually opened up a, a, a distribution down in Memphis. So I spent, you know, three trips down there. So to kind of get down there, and that was kind of the bummer, like learning the beer scene that people wanted, but there wasn't a whole lot there. So to come in with a group that's like, that's going to hit three key points in Memphis and then maybe getting, you know, getting uh, Georgia and the, the hottest spots in Georgia online. And there's a few other states that are really like, come on, man, we, we, we've been asking. Uh, so hopefully we're really close to that. And you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, last year we were really guarded. We were taking the conversations. We were, you know, we were discussing the possibilities, but we kept looking at the brew system going, if we do this and these tires get traction, are we, are we going to be able to move forward with it? And that's absolute key. Um, this just says, F it, yeah. you know, <laughs> dig in, get into the blocks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on the finish line and just you know really have those conversations with a whole bunch of confidence. So kind uh, of kind of time to stop messing around. And if you could, I probably should ask Jason this, but if you can remind us just what the what the capacity and all that kind of stuff is going to be and what you. No, no, I love it. It's <laughs> believe me, I'm. I, what what are you smoking, by the way? It's, it's actually a cigar from Ebor City. When I was down in Florida a couple of weeks ago. We're doing some market visits and events and stuff because we are distributing in Florida. Um, I just pop, I'm a big cigar head, so I popped into a bunch of local cigar shops and got some hand rolled stuff. And, smells fantastic. Yeah, nice. Tell, tell us about the particulars then of the brewery. So, uh, obviously, this one right here, I think we're on like eight acres or 10 acres of property. Um, we're going to go to a 50 barrel brew house, and uh, our, our, our launch capacity will be around 150,000 barrels. Um, obviously we're not going to, we're not going to be there brewing wise and, and we know it, but it's more of like, we don't want to say no. We don't want to say no to possible contracts. We don't want to say no to, you know, states because our, our goal is to complete the Eastern seaboard. Um, so we want to be able to do it. So 150,000, uh, barrels will be the max, probably 20,000, 25 if we're very ambitious. Um, if the two states we're bringing back on board, um, really get, again, get their traction, then we'll probably probably get up to around 25,000 barrels. Um, but the beauty of, as you can see all the property here, I mean, I know we're on video, but um, as you can see all the property, I mean, we have the space to do external fermentation tanks. 
you know, so 450,000 barrels is not out of the question. If we can, if we can get the support behind us from the other states and we can get, um, you know, some more guys on side, like I said, I know we have people talking, but now we're trying to be more diligent and not just jumping in for the sake of going and saying we have seven states, eight states, nine states, but actually going and going, we have great partners in seven states, eight states, nine states. Um, you know, 450,000 barrels isn't out of, out, of, out of the question. And probably by that point in time, I'll hopefully get to retire and look back and go, you know what? I, I was a part of something special there, you know. And then for our hyper-local fans, the fans in Cincinnati, the Lachlan facility is not going anywhere. There's not, there's not going to be... Yeah, if, if, you, if, you've, uh, if you've been down there in the past week, I mean, we, we've extended the bar. We're, we're making investments in that facility. I mean, actually, it's going to be almost more cool. I mean, you're going to have this, you're going to have the restaurant, you're going to have all these great things. We have a great community that's super growing and we're going to be a part of that. But, you know, Lachlan is going to be something special too because it'll be our pilot house. It'll be where we do a three-barrel batch, where we do a Cincinnati only or a market only or a craft uh, uh, barrel house only release. So there'll be still stuff to see there. Um, and maybe to a degree, it'll kind of scale back a little bit to what made it special when my wife and I first started going there. And, um, you know, it was a small place. We made great friends there, um, you know, fell in love with the people, fell in love with, you know, the, the people who actually came there and stuff. So they'll still be that and it'll be super like, hey, we're, we're still here for you. You know, just be here for us. Well, we, we appreciate you taking the time. Congratulations. Any, anything we can ever do for you guys uh, for, on the program or whatever, just let us know and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll be there. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you guys have been great with us. And, you know, yeah, definitely. We look, we look forward to growing with all you guys and, c- and continue our partnership. And hopefully we have bigger stories coming along the road. And, you know, maybe next time we do this interview, we'll be sitting in the... Uh, and, yeah. In, oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. In the restaurant, in the restaurant pat- yeah. you know, patio and, you know, enjoying cigars and Absolutely. some great, fantastic beers and, and going, wow. Remember when we were here back in April or <laughs> June? I don't even know what freaking day it is anymore. <laughs> so remember we were back in June, so you can edit it back in later. <laughs> Kamal Deji from Rivertown Brewing. Thanks so much, buddy. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We want to complete the eastern seaboard. I think that's the most, you know, I made I made a comment on this program probably, I don't know, a couple of months, maybe three, four, five, no, more than that, maybe eight, ten shows ago, that I thought that Mad Tree, with its expansion and so forth and so on, was poising themselves to be uh, a national player. And I, I don't know if that's tr- necessarily true or not, but there's no doubt that with this expansion, Rivertown is interested in at least, as Kamalhaji says, completing the eastern seaboard. It, it, it's, you know, Rivertown is one of those places that that slips under the radar how big they are already. You know, they already, yes. you know, are distributing to, was right, he mentioned Florida. Six states, something yeah, like that. I mean, it's, they're... Mentioned They're Florida, Tennessee, big, big brewery. Minnesota. They may not have the biggest system in town, and they may not have the biggest face here in Cincinnati. But well, I mean, they, as soon as you open this floodgate open of, well, here's a you know a fifty barrel brew house now, and here's this all this expansion. You're talking about a space that's going to be able to expand to one hundred and fifty thousand barrels. And they're private labeling they're, already just, too. Yeah, yeah, they're doing. They you know they they they've got beer in Kroger already. They have a. I guess a good relationship with them because we've seen some other stuff kind of starting to sure, slip through right, for that right, too. Right. Um, as soon as they have the space and the tank space and the capacity for it, that 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 door is just going to fly open, and the the possibilities are endless as far as 
how big they could right. get. Right. I thought it was really interesting too. He talked about Memphis, and I wanted to say while he was while he was talking, well, that's a river town. I said, so, you know, so <laughs> might as well get all the might as get all the river towns <laughs> under your belt, you know, uh, and 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 own them all from you know from Pittsburgh down to New Orleans. So head on um, down the Ohio and follow the Mississippi. Uh, and yet. Again, and I want to reiterate, and for the for the fans of the uh, of the Lachlan Tap Room, uh, as he said, that's not going anywhere. Uh, in fact, he said it might even be, become more cool uh, than it is right now because they're going to do a lot of their experimental stuff there. They're going to be testing batches there. They're going to do one-offs and uh, and and uh, he said barrel house type stuff. So I'm sh- sure a lot of their barrel aging program is going to continue uh, right there uh, in Lachlan. So um, so those of you that are fans of the Lachlan Tap Room, as we are uh, over in uh, over at Rivertown, uh, need not be concerned. You know, I think it's going to get better. You know. It already is, you know. Before they, right before they made the announcement of Monroe, they they put a bunch of money into to fixing some of the problems that the tap room had and putting in more games and the, the you know moving the barbecue inside and you know fixing the air conditioning side and that kind of stuff so that you can hang out there. Um, this week they expanded the bar. I mean, they're they're they're, they're clearly still focusing on Lockland and making it its own kind of unique place. Um, would you so consider that? I think it would get better. Um. I consider it, yeah, it's funky and sour. The 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 uh, the Oreo oh, Grio, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I think it's sour. I think it's, I think sour, it's and, sour. sour and funky. It kind of fits. <laughs> it straddles both categories to me. I mean, it, it, I've it, never had that, and it's really hard to define too. I mean, and it's really it's it's really terrific. I mean, it's really fantastic. I think uh, uh, from them, um, put a bow on it. Um, there will be d- definitely more discussion about them in the in the coming and year. and November, which sounds very ambitious. But he said they're already sort of done a lot of the preliminary work, and they and he's almost Jason sounded like it was a building set or something. Yeah. You know, once you start putting the pieces together, yeah. it kind of falls together, and everything everything works out right. They're they're ex- they're extremely excited about working with uh, Cincinnati. Is it Cincinnati Commercial Contractors? CCC uh, is uh, Cincinnati a- CCC um, and. Um, and so they're very excited about working with them. I mentioned the fact that uh, they had never built a brewery before, but they were open to <laughs> they were open to the uh, to the experience. So uh, just a very cool thing. And and again, uh, we spent the better, you know a good part of the uh, of the last two days with uh, with uh, Lindsay. There's not a there's not I haven't I haven't met a sweeter per- person in, in Cincy Crafts. I haven't met a, a sweeter lady, and, and she is just uh, so positive and, and so bright. And, Maybe Dan Listerman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sweet. I don't know. He's it's, sweet. He is sweet. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so listen, uh, that's uh, that's all about Rivertown. Again, now the Gnarly Gnome will have coverage uh, on the gnarlygnome.com, and uh, we're going to take another short break. And when we meet back, we've got a major announcement from Chef Tony. Here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, fans. I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pastura.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. 
Hi, this is Danny Gould from Quaffler's in Greater Cincinnati. Hi, this is Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant Brewing in Pea Ridge. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from Eight Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. I'm Eric Bauman from Christian Moreland Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Mitchell Doherty from Eight Ball Brewing in Northern Kentucky, Newport slash Bellevue. Hey, this is Mike Albarov from Nine Giant Brewing in Pleasant Ridge. Hi, this is Mike Dewey from Mount Carmel Brewing Company in Mount Carmel, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were a fan of The ABC Golf Tour back in the 1970s and early 1980s. Didn't matter whether it was from Balthus Rawl for the United States Open, Firestone Country Club for the PGA Championship, the old course at St. Andrews for the Open Championship in Great Britain. You listen to this song every Saturday and Sunday afternoon watching the likes of Palmer, Nicholas, Lee Trevino, Tom Kite, Ray Floyd, and many, many more fly the highways and byways of the various championship golf courses around the United States. At, at what point are we just fulfilling your fantasies of being and, a sports well, announcer here? And, <laughs> and it is. And friends, let me say this. It is in this spirit that we introduce today from Cincy Beer Brots, Chef Antonio, <laughs> To announce a make a major announcement of what uh, what's going to be happening uh, this coming October, so Chef Tony, if you would uh, mind taking it do away. Do you need the music behind I you? Think too, you I mean, <laughs> music. I paid for it on iTunes, so you might as well play it. Uh, well, I mean, we all enjoy craft beer. Yeah, absolutely. Given there, we all love playing. At least most of us. I like love it. Golf. I mean, yeah. I mean, I we love eating it. food, barbecue, and we like live music. You know, so. The concept came about last year when I was talking with uh, a couple people and Jesse folk down at uh, Moreline now. But yeah, he's a big golfer. Yeah, and we started throwing around the idea of uh, you know putting all these things together uh, on the same day at the same time, and that's what we did. We put together the first annual uh, Brewers Open, and it's going to take place um, on a Monday because every brewer can get off on <laughs> a Monday. Right, yeah. And uh, it'll be October 3rd. And so we're going to host it out at um, Beckett Ridge out in Westchester. And uh, our goal is to have uh, a brewer every other hole uh, out actually on the course during play. And then afterwards, we're going to have a 19th hole tent set up. And it's a huge tent because I I went and scoped it out. It's uh, 150 feet by... 50 feet so it's a huge huge tent and we'll have it set up in the uh, lot out there afterwards and we're going to have 20 brewers uh our goal is to have 20 brewers right now we have um, um a number of them signed up already but we're still looking for other local brewers to get involved and um let them sample their seasonals you know it'll be right around Oktoberfest, going into the winter season so a lot of darks and stouts and you know the porters and all that stuff will be coming out and um yeah, I mean, we, we've lined up some great hole prizes. We got a um, Chevrolet Corvette knocking in the hole on uh, number 10. Wow. Yeah, it's a hundred and uh, I think it's a 187-yard par 3. Ooh. You knock it in, and um, uh, Jake Sweeney Chevrolet is putting up a 2016 Corvette. 
That's we got, um, let's see, $10,000 hole-in-one prize on another par three. We got a $5,000 putting contest. We're going to have the bearded pig out there doing lunch and dinner, barbecue. And uh, right now we're looking uh, at lining up our entertainment schedule for the evening. So, Well, and that's going to include, we're pr- proud to say, a uh, live uh, episode of Cincy Brewcast. Uh, it's a Monday. When, when, <laughs> when, 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 when Gnome and I come crawling off the course after drinking a half a dozen uh, stouts and, and shooting, shooting 100 uh, between us, um, we, will, we will definitely be a part of, that, of, of a show. And we're proud to be partnered with you guys and, 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 doing it. and to do a... Uh, and to do uh, the advertising for some of the advertising for you. And of course, we'll be playing back a spot that you're going to uh, uh, provide for us. We'll start that on the next program um, all the way until October. Uh, And, you know, in looking just briefly at some of the information that uh, is is already out there, uh, the charity is really beyond... I mean, uh, the, the, beyond reproach. I mean, those guys are those guys do a great job. Tell us about Pro Kids. The thing that's really struck me over the course of the past year, and, and I watch the evening news as often as I can. And um, you know, the thing that bothers me the most is that it seems like anymore every single newscast there is somebody out there, parent wise, who is either you know beat their child or it, this, the, the horror stories. Yeah, absolutely. It's one after stuff. another. Yeah. And, and it's just, it, it's disgusting. I mean, you should be able to just, if you're not happy with your child in any way, shape, or form, and you're, you're thinking of doing something threatening to them, just take them someplace and give them to somebody else. You know, you don't have to beat them to death. I mean, what was it, three or four weeks ago, you know, the one woman beat, beat her child for taking food, you know? Right. And the other one pimped her daughter out at 11 years age for heroin. I mean, come on, you know, it's ridiculous. Take these children and drop them off at the fire department or the police department or wherever and get them into the right kind of an environment so they can be kids, you know. And it's really just taking a toll on me. And and I just keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And so, you know, I said we we, we did some research and we found this organization, Pro Kids, and that's what they do is they go into the home, they evaluate uh, the situation, and if it's not right for the child, they'll remove the child and put them into an environment where they can actually grow up to be a kid. You know, and I thought there's no better charity that I can find uh, that allows them to do that. You know, and it's monitored by court-appointed, you know, advocates, and so you know the advocate gets to go into a home and see the real deal. You know, if that situation isn't right for that child, you know, we're going to take the child. Right, and-, and that's what actually the pro kids group does is they go into court and argue on behalf of the children and say basically as the voice of the child i don't belong in this in this type of environment you know i need help and and that's what that's what the organization does just an amazing so uh, you know we did we did um, an evaluation of what their needs are and you know for let's just say for example a thousand dollars pays for a child advocate for an entire year so that child is safe under that person's control for at least a year, you know, where they're not going to be subjected to, you know, any harm. And so, you know, if, it, if what we're doing and what we're and the reason that we're doing it can just, you know, if it can help one person, if it can help one child, um, then it's well worth it, you know. And, and I think that the, the brewing community from the people that I've come to know in this industry over the past few years, they're they're giving group of people and i think that we can all come together not to mention you know i mean we get to come together 
in a, in a format where we're not under the pressure of like a brew festival. Right, you know what right. I mean? We just get to come out and, you know, put on a few beers for display that are seasonals or whatever. And, um, you know, and it's all for a good cause. And everybody gets to call. That's why we made it a two-man instead of a four-man. Right. <laughs> so right. we can put brewers with brewers and we can put customers with brewers or, you know, this, that, and the other. And, and I think it'll be a great time, you know. And it'll all be for a good cause. And again, the date is October 3rd at Beckett Ridge Country Club. And yeah. just tell us some more of the particulars. What time is, you know, do you have, do you have some of the logistic stuff? Yeah, we're going to do, um, we gonna... do a 10 a.m. registration. Uh, you'll be able to come in once you register. You good, can not too early in the morning, <laughs> which is always <laughs> important. Yeah. You'll have, a, you'll have up brewers. until like, I don't know, 1230 to register. Uh-huh. So um, it'll be uh, a one o'clock shotgun. And by the time we get off the course, we've basically uh, secured the course for the entire day. So there's nobody in front of us, nobody behind us, no leagues, none of that stuff. We have the whole golf course. Um, and the guys over there at Beckett Ridge uh, just recently purchased by a gentleman by name John. And, uh, you know, they've been very helpful working with us and putting all this together. And they said, hey, you know, if you guys need to bring out whatever, let us know. And I said, well, there might be beer trucks that we need to drive out to the holes. There might, you know, and he's like, that's okay. We'll get them out there, wow. you know? And I said, okay. So it's a, uh, you know, I think it'll be a good time. And, um, you know, one o'clock shotgun will be done by five thirty-six, And then the, um, the party in the 19th hole will start at five o'clock. So you don't have to be a golfer. I mean, right. if you want to just come out and partake in all the beer and the food and the music and all that, you can buy a ticket individual for that too. And uh, what what is the donation going to be uh, on that basis of, of both both playing and enjoying the party afterwards, and then and then the party? Itself? Right now, we have it set up to where you're only paying ninety five dollars as a golfer, and that gets you eighteen holes, the cart. It gets you your uh, craft beer tasting, access to the nineteenth hole tent. It gets you lunch, dinner. I mean, it's uh, you know, for ninety five bucks a player, it's a hell of a deal. That's absolutely that's yeah. absolutely right. I mean, it, and you get to hear a live brewcast. And you get to hear the live <laughs> <I mean>, broadcast. <laughs> and of course, with all the brewers and all the people out there, you know, it'll be great. We'll have we'll have a chance to get a chance to talk to a, a, a lot of people, and maybe even some folks we haven't met before, as far as different brewers and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're really excited about that. Um, just, uh, you know, that's the other thing that. I, I think I thought of when you mentioned the brewers is that they're just so there's so many of them that are so community oriented. And I mean, the, yeah. you know, something like this that, and especially, I mean, many of them are family men themselves and have children and so forth and so on. Like just out there with the Rivertown people today, uh, how important family is and children are to them. So really it's, it's, it's something that yeah. I would think they would look at as almost a no brainer to, to, to want to participate and support something like this. Yeah. As soon as I brought it to Lindsay, um, it was last week because um, we, our goal timelines is to announce it today on the show, um, obviously, and then send out you know to all the brewers around the city uh, an email and say, hey, we'd like you to participate. But in advance, because we do business with Rivertown, uh, as far as the broths are concerned, you know, I talked to her about it a little bit, and I said, hey, what do you think about this concept? We're putting it together right now. We're about to finalize everything. Would you guys be interested in coming on board? And she called me, uh, you know, 24 hours later and said, we're in. And then uh, Paradise Brewing's already in. Uh, Dogberry's already in. So we're lining up brewers that are already, you know, heard about it, want to be a part of it. And uh, now all we got to do is just reach out to everybody in town that's, you know, wanting to come out and just have a good time. 
uh, somebody wants to reach out to you, Brewers, BrewersOpen.com, you know, uh, uh, BrewersOpen.com, and then and then the, the the Brewers themselves, if they want to come on board with you, is is there is there some other number they should contact you directly or? Yeah, it's all on the website. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to get in touch, uh, players can go on right now and they can register. Um, the cutoff date for early registration is going to be August first, so you know people have about roughly a month or so, a month, uh, two months to get you know registered and signed up. Uh, and then the rate's going to increase to 125. And it, you know, I hate doing that, but I have to do that. Well, sure. Because I have to give the golf course a set amount of numbers. And I already told him. I said, look, I said, you know, your field's 144 players. So, you know, I don't see us having a problem filling that at this current rate of 95 dollars a player. Not with everything you're getting, you know. So, right. I mean, they're going to have the swag bag that goes with every golfer. You know, you get lunch and dinner off the bearded pig. I mean, you know, you get. I mean, I played it. I played in a number of, of of golf outings myself, and and you know, a hundred dollars is not is not Mm-mm. abnormal at all. And sometimes, you know, you don't get you don't even get as much as that. And it's not craft beer either, folks. No. And you know what's funny <laughs> is, you know, you're lucky if it's you know you're lucky if it's uh, if it's uh, one of the national brands that's halfway decent. You know? The guy that just brought the golf course, he goes, "Well, all we have ever offered here is like we only have you know Yangling and you know something." Well, and I was like, "Well, this is going to change now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, "Well, this is all craft beer." He goes, "Well, that's perfect because I'm what I'm looking at tap handles in the clubhouse, well, and I'm looking, and that's, you know, and that's going to be fun for a guy like me just to watch all the brewers kind of moseying their way back a little bit and kind of talking to him. And, you yeah. know, you got some tap yeah. handles there. That, yeah. <laughs> Very, very cool. Yeah, he's got some plans for that place. So, I mean, I'm pretty excited for just Beckett Ridge Golf Course, yeah. you know, by itself. It's uh, it, it's it's needed. It's, it, it's been around for many years, and it's it's always been one of the quality tracks in, in, in Cincinnati. Uh, tell, I mean, tell us a little bit about the course. You mentioned a couple of the holes, the, the, the two yeah. par threes where you've got some of the – We've got uh, – uh, well, every par three is going to have a prize on it, but the two big ones are the uh, $10,000 hole in uh, number 10 right in front of the clubhouse. And uh, hole number six, which is uh, sponsored by Paradise Brewing, is the Corvette hole. And so the Corvette hole is 192 yards. And I've hit, you know, I've hit a seven wood off of that tee box, and I still can't get it a damn (laughs) I mean, I'm a little older than most. You know, I'm almost willing to take my damn driver out now. (laughs) It's almost a a three wood for me anymore, man. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, But the par five challenges, there's two holes on this course that are just unreachable. I, you know, I don't care who you are unless you're like, you know, Jason Day or somebody else. I mean, you're not going to get onto these par fives in two shots. And so what we've done is we set up a significant prize that if you get on the green in two shots, you know, here's your prize closest to the just anywhere on the green. Whoever's closest to the hole uh, will get that prize. And so there's two of them out there on the par fives. And then we're going to have women's, uh, you know, longest drive, men's longest drive. I mean, the the putting contest alone is open to every golfer that registers. And it's a $5,000 putting contest. And the way we do it is, you know, it's set up to where it's a tiered structure. You make a 10-foot putt, you move on. You know, you make a 30-foot putt, you move into the finals. And then we'll have like five or six players that have all made the 30-foot putt Whoever makes the fifty foot putt out of that gets five grand. Wow. If they yeah. can make it. Right, right. Wow. That's that's pretty amazing. So again, October third, 
2016. It's a Monday. Yep. Uh, registration at uh, 10 a.m. till 12:30. Shotgun start at one. 144 players. Scramble. Two-man scramble format. Uh, at obviously prizes for the, you know, for the winners of the scramble and second and third probably and yep. and, and all that. So you're going to do a skins game at all? That's a, that's 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 a way that's a way to make some money now. It just is an old g- golf outing organizer and so forth that's that's a way that's a way to make some money uh i think this first year just to just to get everybody involved and i mean there's you know you can do the raffles and the silent auctions and but you need so many volunteers to put right right you know and i think just this first year to streamline everything we're just gonna you know right prizes out on the course it's the benefits of the 19th hole taste celebration afterwards and then we'll grow from there you know and again, all benefiting pro kids uh, who advocate for children uh, in court uh, here in here is it statewide? Just like Hamilton, Hamilton County, yeah. Cincinnati, yeah. and uh, just just again a, a, a wonderful cause uh, helping out uh, children in our community. And the website is BrewersOpen.com, yep. and the regist- the early bird registration ends August first. August first, and then after that, it goes from ninety five to one hundred and a quarter, which is still in my a estimation, deal. a hell of a deal. Yeah. So, uh, and and Cincy Brewcast live program from there. We're gonna we're gonna have fun. Uh, Noam and I are planning on playing. And uh, <laughs> are you two and, together on the same team? Doing something and, and making <laughs> a mess of things. So, uh, and, I'm planning uh, on drinking some beer. I don't well, know. Well, I, I mean, playing I mean that's, go, that, yeah, that, it, one one more important than any other. Uh, Chef Tony from Cincy Beer Brats, uh, thank you very much. And uh, we're gonna come back. We'll have a little more. Ch- we'll have a little more chat time. Somebody and, on Periscope must have played golf with me before because they're laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> or me. I mean, I'm. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Oh, wait a minute. Let's do it this way. <laughs> I'm going to take your computer away. You are, you are listening. Hello, friends. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. And be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. Hi, this is Bobby Slattery from 50 West Brewing Company in 50 Westville, and you are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, this is Mitchell Doherty from 8-Ball Brewing in northern Kentucky, Newport, slash Bellevue. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, I'm Steve Hampton with the Brewery District in Over the Rhine. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, 
the voice of Cincy Craft. One. Let's hit that. We're not ready. We're not ready to wrap it up, wrap it up quite yet. Um, we've got a, a lot of stuff going on and a lot of stuff to announce because we just talked about uh, the Cincy Beer Brats uh, Brewers. Uh, uh, shit. Brewers. <laughs> Well, we're calling it the Brewers Charity the, Golf Classic. The Brewers Charity Golf Classic, yes. But for simple, it's Brewers Open. The Brewers right? Open. And uh, we just talked about that with Chef Tony, but there's a lot of other stuff coming up with us. Oh, Lord. And, I mean, I the, think it's the big pretty... shows just keep coming yeah. for us. Uh, and we're going to kick off um, Cincinnati Beer Week 2016 uh, with a big show next uh, Monday night, uh, the 20th. And we're going to have, again, Chris Nascimento, uh, a member of the board of the uh, Cincinnati Beer Week 2016. We are going to wrangle. We're going to spend the day we're wrangling. Try our damnedest the the other four we we've had over and under twice we've had over under at uh dogberry uh the day it was released uh those guys were were kind enough to share some of their private stash and then chris brought some to our program that we had yesterday the women in craft beer that we had at incline public house i'll tell you about that in a minute uh but then um but the 20th that we're going to be wrangling and we're also wrangling uh i guess we're efforting uh some of the brewers yeah, that we're, were involved in somebody the, in the, in the process there. So that's uh, the 20th, a week from tonight, uh, to kick off uh, Cincy Beer Week. We're in a Cincinnati Beer Week 2016. We are an official non-vendor sponsor, So uh, and we are efforting an official event later in the week. And as I've been as I've been mentioning in passing, there is a special program that we recorded yesterday, the 12th of June, uh, <coughs> Women in Cincinnati Craft Beer. And we had a wonderful panel of uh, seven ladies actually out there uh, at uh, Incline Public House uh, there in the Incline District there in East Price Hill um, and had a really excellent and spirited discussion about the problems and the things that women face in 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 drinking craft beer and trying craft beer and 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 brewing and running a brewery and being part of the being part of the ownership uh of 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 a brewery so uh, we will discuss that more uh, as it comes but we're going to be playing that back as part of our cincinnati beer week 2016 observance that's going to take place uh we're going to post that podcast on the 22nd of june and we may also we may consider I may consider going ahead and doing some sort of live playback of that, either on Facebook Live or one of the one of those because we didn't quite get. And another thing that we had is technical problems involved with playing back uh, about a 12-minute segment that we did with uh, Tina Cisneros, of course, our queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, and and uh, she did about a 12-minute interview with me in which she discussed some of her opinions, and we're going to play that back. Uh, we're going to put that onto the podcast and then if we do the if we do a, a live broadcast of that uh on one of our social media uh video channels uh that will be a part of the program as well if you if you run that in a in a live um video feed of some sort i want the video just to be of you sitting in your chair listening to it that's just just a straight shot it's, you can it's all it'll be i'll be sitting in the chair that tony's sitting in right now <laughs> and with the broadcast thing behind me and i'll just two two lights you know, on you drinking a beer yeah. picking my nose yeah. you know you never know <laughs> eating a cincinnati <laughs> beer brought you know since he beer brought man those ones today with the robling oh dear god uh, uh, let me tell you there is there is no better eaten 
I don't think anywhere than those <laughs> than 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 when you put together something special like that, especially the oh, you, the, the Robling uh, the Robling. Uh, <laughs> no, thank beer you. Brother. No, thank you very much. <laughs> um, uh, it was funny because I didn't get to test taste one at, up until today. Oh, they're so good. Because she had just gotten me the beer, and we had just did the infusion and cased them literally yesterday, so I didn't get to cook one off. And I tried it today, and I bit into it, and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Who did this? Son of a gun, (laughs) man. That's got a lot of beer taste. (laughs) Um, And you know what I I like about them is uh, I got a (laughs) – Mark the tape here. I got a big one. Uh, I mean, but no, seriously, they're not. They Size are not. Matter. Right. They are not. They're not uniform. There's some that are a little bit bigger than others. Some a little bit rounder than others. You know, you can kind of pick. You can kind of pick and choose inside the little pan there and get one that's, uh, you know, that matches your appetite, so to speak. And that's another thing she said. Uh, and then again, Cincinnati Beer Week. We to mention to um, that we are efforting a show for the twenty third, a live Cincy Brewcast for the twenty third uh, of June for Cincinnati Beer Week twenty sixteen. We're and still kind of poking around it, at the details it, on that. It's 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 fluid and ephemeral. We will uh, we will be. It should be a, a big big show. Well, a bit, definitely a big guest. We're thinking it's going to be a big guest somewhere around town. We're going to kind of, yes. I guess we'll kind of make it a surprise for everybody. And, and uh, um, you guys here, are going to have here's Jim where Cook we on? are. <laughs> I wish. What's that? We're, we, so you guys are going to have well, we did have Sam Adams a couple of weeks ago, week, and and, uh, and uh, we're we're going to be, uh, and so we'll we'll for sure be efforting stuff with mr cook oh, down, yeah. down the line he's he's got our number yeah <laughs> he'll call us do, do we want to talk about our um our our show later this summer a little bit yes um I, we don't have all of the details figured out quite yet but we are um i guess doing a brewcast meets the brew bus that's gonna be you're doing a live wild. show on the brew bus we're doing a live show from a brew bus um <laughs> <laughs> Hey, in theory, you, <laughs> does it have Wi-Fi? And, and if you people didn't in think, theory, if you people didn't think you that we were at the extent of our technical capabilities on Sunday at Incline Public House with the Titanic brewcast where things were blowing over and 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 we had all kinds of problems, we've kind we'll, of been, we'll be making an we've effort been there, playing around with some other technology that kind of that, that will enable us to do the show from from the bus and. Um, I, you know, we were, we, we still haven't got it to work a hundred percent yet. Everything that we want to, yeah. but we figured what other way to force us to do it, than to <laughs> go ahead and uh, book the, the show and, and it'll be, and it'll, and it'll be on, it'll be live on uh, Periscope. On that so, yeah, it'll so, be live on Periscope. So, and that's, and that it, brings up a great point too. You know, stay tuned. We, you know, that the bus will definitely be, um, sold out with people that listen to the show, and we are we're going to give away one ticket too on the show in the coming uh, coming months here, and give somebody the opportunity to co-host with us. So it should be interesting. <laughs> Tons of other big stuff. We're planning extensive coverage in the show at, at Ohio at, at Ohio Brew Week in Athens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got uh, that's we, next month. We're going to be joining. Uh, we're going to be joining also the uh, Badass Beer Fest uh, at French Park. Again, that's the month. day after the uh, show we're going to do at um, at uh, in Athens. Uh, have to. We're still efforting that. We still have to work out all the details on that. We've got some sponsorship stuff coming up. We've got some. Uh, we, we've got some. Some new some, some new branding some, some new branding seeing. you're going to start seeing some new relationships week, with actually. some with some people uh so it's uh and don't forget 
Yes. Don't forget to look for the Cincy Brew, our first advertising our advertising that we're going to do, the Cincy Brewcast ad in the Cincinnati Beer Week 2016 edition of it'll, City Beat Magazine. It'll be your first sneak peek at the uh, the new branding it, for Cincy Brewcast, too. It, the new Cincy this, Brewcast. The all-new Cincy Brewcast. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Big, big shout-out uh, to, to Tommy Long for working yeah, with uh, us. And, and and we really appreciate it. I mean, it, if it weren't for the people that are listening and heard me cussing bad and all that stuff earlier... <laughs> We wouldn't be able. We wouldn't be where we're at. And we wouldn't be able. I to actually do what got we're a message right just now. So. We were actually kicked off the internet. We, were we? Uh, yeah, we're banned. We uh, are we? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll start our own internet. <laughs> Listen, the Cincy Brewcast Internet. <laughs> Chef Tony, sponsored by Cincy Beer Brats. <laughs> Chef Tony from from Cincy Beer Brats. <laughs> this is some pretty good beer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Thank Congratulations you for and everything. The uh, Cincy Brewers open uh, October 3rd. The Gnarly Gnome from the GnarlyGnome.com. Absolutely. And cheers, everybody. Yes, and my, cheers, name is Mike, and my name is Mike Cisneros. We thank you for listening once again to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs>